Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from the J-Cave. I am the J-Man, and I am off to have a good time tonight, and I am joined as always by my good friend, Bill Murphy. What is going on, folks? Happy Super Bowl weekend, everyone. We're so ha- excited to be here. Happy Super Bowl weekend. It's finally here! Woo! <laughs> so happy. Oh, it's going to be a great game in Los Angeles. I'm very... Who are you rooting for, Bill? Who are you rooting for? You know what? I am going with the underdog here. I'm going with Joey B. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals. You and me both, brother. You and me both. I'm excited for both. And I got to tell you, I'll give you a little spoiler here for the Sports Insanity podcast. Check us out. We're on all platforms. Um, (laughs) But I was the only one on the panel who picked Cincinnati. Really? Everyone else picked Los Angeles. Interesting, buddy. That's crazy. So, yeah, and also don't forget to check out our Super Bowl coverage, which we're still trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> of course. But just check, follow us on all social media platforms. We'll, the guys are working, we're working, the guys are working really hard to figure it out for you folks. So, um, don't, so just don't miss that. Don't miss our Super Bowl coverage. Oh, yeah. They, and they me, Sports and Saturday Network. Another shameless plug. They go, this, they are some of the best. I mean, we haven't started our show yet, but they, oh, they do a great job over there. Kudos to the Sports and Sanity Network, first and foremost. Thank you. All right. So, but Bill, JT. we okay. forgot to do something. What's the our first thing? For, first things foremost, we the best podcast. We the best podcast. Of course, everyone. So, tonight's topic, Bill, is what is it? Well, in the spirit of Super Bowl week, to, our topic tonight is sports movies. Sports films. ESPN, if you're watching, don't sue us. Yes, don't um, sue us, but yes. Yeah, because they're also owned by... The Mouse. The Mouse. Oh, oh boy. So, oh, we're going to sue Bill and JT tonight for everything we know. Oh, um, Anyway, yeah, so even though it is mainly the Super Bowl, we do have some football movies we're going to talk about, but we're going to keep it to all sports, so. Yeah, we're doing a full full open sports discussion about all sports films, so if you have your favorites, jump in the chat board and share them with us right now. But for now, Bill, do you want to start off tonight? Yeah, I'll start off with my first one, and... In the spirit of Super Bowl weekend, and this one I think is very underrated. You know what? I'm going to just go up and just say it outright tonight, folks. I am not going to be talking about Rudy. Okay. The reason for that is because you've heard me talk about that, like what? About 6,387 times on this podcast. Crazy, yes. (laughs) So, yeah. Rudy, love the movie. And you better... And Rudy, when are you going to come on my podcast? Oh yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I still haven't forgot about that, Rudy. I still haven't forgotten. But um, yeah. So I'm not gonna talk about that tonight because I've already talked about it a bunch of times on it on here. So, but I still love it. But anyway, yeah. So that's my honorable mention, Rudy. But anyway, this is a movie. I feel it's very underrated. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called Invincible. 
I think I have, Bill. I think I have Invincible movie. Here we go. I've I I believe I've heard of this. I believe I've heard of this. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. And it stars Marky Mark himself from the Funky Bunch. He's feeling some good vibrations. Oh yeah, good vibrations. Yeah. It's just a sweet sensation. It's just a good vibrations. Hell yeah. It's about that time. Okay. So this tells about the true story of this tells the true story of Vince Papali. This tells the true story about Vince Papali who is a substitute teacher slash bartender who openly tries out for the Philadelphia Eagles. And he makes it. And it is just absolute. Yeah, because the Eagles, I think, were one of the only teams that still did, like, open tryouts. As in anyone could join. I remember in the trailer, they show this one guy going, why do you want to be here? I want to be an eagle, baby! And he, like, flops in the tryouts. Oh, boy. God bless him. Um, But anyway, but this is just one of those inspirational films about never giving up. Ne- and, you know, just never giving up. Never, and always be willing to accomplish your dream. And, like... You know, everybody says, you, you should try out, you should try out, you should try out. But then people scoff at him because there's a scene when they ask him, where'd you play college ball? I never played college ball. And it's just, I haven't seen it in a while, but it is just such a good movie. It is really, it, and except there's one thing that does get under my skin. He scores the game-winning touchdown against my beloved New York Giants. Oof. Against my beloved New York Giants. So, as you could tell, that hurts. Very. (laughs) That hurts. And, because... Guys, I'm sorry, but as a Giants fan, I freaking hate the Philadelphia Eagles. I freaking hate them. <laughs> but anyway, um, but anyway, there is a. But anyway, it's just such because there's actually a character in the film I think who is Vince's love interest, who's a big Giants fan. She has like this, and she sends him a giant shirt. Goes, "What are you trying to get me killed here?" Um, yeah, but this game but this movie is absolutely great um i gotta i gotta watch it again sometime soon but it's just it's just such a good it's just such a good film it's and you know just the hope never give up on your dreams even when you think all is lost jt have you ever seen this I have not. I feel like I have at one point or another, but I just I don't I don't recall it personally. I have heard of the movie. I just haven't seen it though. You just haven't seen it, unfortunately. It sounds really good though. Sounds really good. 
Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, hmm. Okay, I was just reading what was true and what was false. It's pretty much, you know. Yeah, but anyway, good, good flick. Highly recommend you check it out. All right, JT, what's your first one? My first one is a football film, kind sir. That um, personally, I, I we talked about it briefly, but I want to go a little bit more in depth. With it personally, is uh, remember the Titans? Have you seen this one? I have not, but go on. Okay, so I know I haven't seen it. Let let it begin. Let the shaman begin. Oh my god, Bill, it's a great movie. And like I said, the soundtrack was a little bit was extremely memorable. I believe Disney made this film, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong about that. It's a Denzel Washington. It's about a we talked about this when we talked about the films. Um, this movie is about the about a I believe it's in the 70s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this movie is about how a high school football team takes two um you know, white kids and black kids, and they basically say, "Hey, we're going to work together. We're going to make this team work, and we're going to be brothers." And overall, I mean, it's a really good movie. I mean, the soundtrack is very memorable, and the infamous, the, the very famous na 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 na, hey hey hey, good. you know, that whole song is in this movie as well. It's very it's one of the sports anthems that they put in the film. Uh, it's brilliant, um, but at the same time. It's still a phenomenal movie. I love the movie personally. I mean, I, I watched it at one point or another when I went on like training camp. I forget where, where I was when I saw it, but uh, overall, a really fun movie. Very emotional, very funny movie, very emotional film. It's about team building, it's about how to build that team together. And in honor of the Super Bowl, it's a football movie. So, Bill, you got to get on it, Bill. It's really good. Get on it. Get on get it. Dumb, 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 dumb. Love it. Get um, on it. Get on it. <laughs> um, you have to see this though. It's really good. It's really good film. And it's what it's one of Disney's self-produced movies, too. That actually I would love it if Disney would actually make film more films like this, like out of their own studio and not Lucasfilm and not Marvel and Pixar. Like because those are cash cows for them, but at the same time, I wish Disney would make four more films like this too. But that's that's just me. But you know, that's a little my two cents for the evening. <sighs> so Bill. Uh, okay. Mine, this is a sort of a guilty pleasure of mine. And this okay. is the Longest Yard remake. The Longest Yard? The Longest Yard. I haven't even heard of this one. You're going to go off on this one, but You've never heard of this one? I don't think I have. No, no. Uh, oh, I, I, I have heard of this. Yes, I'm sorry. I have. Okay. The Longest Yard. Um... Adam Sandler plays disgraced former quarterback Paul Crew, who gets in trouble for a for a drunk driving accident, ouch, and gets sentenced to three years in jail. And this is the and he gets sentenced. He meets um okay he and then he he meets a man named. Caretaker, played by Chris Rock. Okay. And by the calling of the by the calling of the warden, who has like a guard football team. At first, 
Paul Crew just says, listen, I just want to do my time and go home. And then, and, but the, but the commissioner, the commissioner, the warden who keeps asking him saying, hey, can you give us any advice of what to do? Going, okay, you need a tune-up game. Going, what's that? You know, it's just like an exhibition game. He goes, okay, uh, you put the guard, you put the inmates together and we'll play the guards and you guys will play, play us. And, and this is a remake. I haven't seen the original. The, the original does star Burt Reynolds, who actually is in this movie, by the way. Oh, get out. Yeah, he plays the guy who's going to end up coaching them. And, you know, throughout the, you know, it does show like the guards uh, and the inmates both training for the game. And it's also, and also because there's this one thing that, they said um, that Paul Crew, Adam Sandler's character, was when he was in college, just something called point shaving, which basically means throwing away the game. And and something comes up with that even further. With something comes with that even further when caretaker Chris Rock's character dies, ouch, in an accident, and throughout the game. First, the guards are kicking their ass. They they call themselves the mean machine, and and be and as the game gets as the game gets closer at halftime, the commissioner says, "I basically want the commissioner the warden basically says I want you to throw the game. I know you were near caretaker when he died, so you win this game." I'm going to say you had something to do with it and you'll be going away for a very, very, very long time. So he starts trying to throw the game, but then, because there is somebody who's on the coaching staff who ended up getting 30 years because he punched a guard who is now the warden like 30 years ago. Oh, geez. And... And then he says, okay, what, you know what? We're going to win this game no matter what. And there is this scene when the refs are making like these faulty calls for the, are making like these bullshit calls. And it's so funny. And the, and what they do is that in the plays, they keep, they keep like throwing the balls at the ref and hitting them in the, and hitting them in the um, hitting them in the nuts. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Guys, this is Adam Sandler. This is Happy Madison Adam Sandler. So oh boy, oh boy. So yeah, expect that kind of humor, folks. So anyway, he goes. He goes. Oh, Adam Sandler goes over, looks at the ref on the ground, going, "So you're gonna start calling the game fairly now?" And the ref goes, "Yes." He goes, "Okay." He goes, "Okay." And gives him a wet willy, which ugh, that grosses me the hell out. But anyway. Yeah, me too, dude. Yeah, it really does. But we're not here to talk about what grosses me out. Um, but and then the this, they one of them they tackle them so tackle one of the guards so hard they go, I think he just shit himself. And everyone's like, I think he just shit himself. And all the writers, I think he just shit himself. And 
Yeah, end up the the guards, not the guards, the inmates end up winning, and the and the head of the guard says to Adam Sandler's character, because listen, I know you had nothing to do with caretaker's death, so I'll vouch for you. So yeah, I think like I yet to see the original, and I should go see the original. But you know what? It this movie is a guilty pleasure. It is a bit of a you know, it's a guilty pleasure. All right, fair enough. It's a guilty pleasure. It's it's a lot of fun, and like I said, Adam, this is Happy Madison, Adam Sandler, folks. So, <laughs> well, this is Happy Madison, Adam Sandler. So be, oh, yeah. be afraid. Oh, yeah. Be very afraid. Yeah, get ready, everyone. Um, all right, it's my pick. It is your pick, my friend. All right. So here we go. Now we're switching up from football, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting over to the world of hockey because let's face it. It's one of the, we're talking about sports films in general. Yes. It's Super Bowl weekend, but we want to, we want to touch on as many sports films as we can. And I want to talk about the 2004 film miracle. Oh my God. That was no, on my list too. You know, no that freaking way. let's go. That, what does that mean? One, two, three. We, we Hell yeah. I think we can both talk about this. Yeah, you want to go first? <laughs> sure. Okay, so this movie was made in 2004 and it is about the it is a it is the true story of the 1980 US Olympic hockey team who goes yes. who goes through the Olympics to fight the to fight the Soviet Union who was the greatest team in the world at the time. Who was the greatest team in the world at the time. And the oh, U.S. Yeah. were a bunch of free... And the U.S. were a bunch of college kids. Yeah. And the U.S. were a bunch of college kids. And this was... the And, you know, you see that... You see them just learning how to play together as a team... Because a lot of them were on college hockey teams that were rivals with the other ones. Yeah. And it is. And it is. Um, and it's just like so. And it's just like so great learning them play learning for them to play together as a team. And then, of course, the big one. Oh yeah! When they play the Soviet Union, it was a hell and, of a match, too. And you know what? This has one of my favorite movie speeches of all time. Go ahead, bud. Great moments come from great opportunities, and that's what you have here, gentlemen. Tonight, tonight, I'm not going to do the whole speech, but. Tonight, we go out there. Tonight, we skate. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. Because we are. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. And, you know, I am so sick and tired of hearing how great the hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. And... And I look, 
And I love that scene when when they're walking out of the tunnel and they're like punching all the telegrams that said, beat those commie bastards. Yeah. And also, I love that scene when they're on, when there's like 10 minutes left and it's a tied game. And her, the late, great Herb Brooks calls a timeout and goes, listen to them. And the whole arena goes, USA, 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 listen to them. We can beat these guys. And oh my God, it's, and then, and then of course, the greatest call in sports history. Five seconds left. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. And wow. And, but you know what? This movie's kind of bittersweet for one reason. Why is that? This movie was released a few months or maybe a year. I don't know. Hold on. I got to check this. Time to fact check. Um, Fact check with Bill. Because remember, folks, fact checking is important. You always got to get your facts right. JTF, just the facts, right? JTF, just the facts, baby. Just the facts. facts. Okay. Just got to see something. Okay. This movie was released a little less than a year after the death of... Of head coach Herb Brooks. Oh, I do remember hearing that. Yeah. He, you know, they, the film's dedicated to him. Like right. at, at the end, they put in memory of Herb Brooks, who passed away while this film was in production. He didn't see it, he lived it. That's right. And, and before you talk about this, you want to know something? You know, the goalie in this movie, Jim Craig? Uh, yeah. Guess who met him? Bill Murphy. I met him, yeah. No freaking way. Okay, I'll, I'll make this story really quick. I was at a sports card show, and the whole 1980 hockey team was there. Okay, oh, And it, it was like a fortune to get on stage, so I just did what any sane person would do. Just wait, across, just wait near the stage until one of them got off. <laughs> so Jim Craig, I, gotta, I only met him very briefly. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I just want to say, God bless him. And here's why. Because he's coming off the stage... And I'm like, Mr. Craig, listen, I wasn't around when this happened, but my parents have talked about it, that it was the greatest thing ever. And, and, and he goes, well, thank you. He goes, do you mind if I take a quick selfie with you? He's like, yeah, sure. And this guy was like literally running off to go catch a flight. Oh, my God. And he took a minute or so with me to take a selfie. So he's a stand-up dude. He really is. Yeah, he's a trooper to take a selfie with Bill Murphy. He took a selfie with – no, I – It'd be him. He met me. Exactly. Yeah. So what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? So tell us your thoughts on the movie. I, I got to tell you, this is one of those movies that just stands out to me as a, as a I would say it's a classic sports film, truthfully, because um, it is, it is about, as Bill mentioned, the 1980 uh, Olympic hockey team for the United States versus the Soviet Union at the time, not Russia, but the Soviet Union. And it was truly a miracle what happened on ice. Um, just a quick side. I, I I know I went back to remember the Titans for a second, just for a second. Um, I, I love the fact that I forgot that Disney themselves made this movie. Like this is a Disney Studios Walt Disney production. I didn't realize that until after the fact of it, but um, yeah, I, this is, this just goes to show you that Disney can make actual films and not have to rely on Star Wars, Marvel, or Pixar. Just saying. Um, but the overall film, though, what a great movie. It really shows. 
again, team building, how these college students really went into this game knowing, all right, we're going to try our best. We're going to do our best, but, and we're hoping for a miracle. And sure enough, they did. They defeated the Soviet Union's, the Soviet Union team. And the, and the USA chant, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, the USA chant started in that arena, if I'm not mistaken. Like that actual USA chant that a lot of the, the people in the country use today for like, you know, celebrations of American accomplishments. I think it started in that, if the, in that arena, if I'm not mistaken. I, I might be wrong about that, but I think, I think that's what happened. So I could be wrong. Bill, overall, I mean, fantastic, fantastic yeah. film. Though. And you know what? Because just the event itself. Yeah. Because this was coming at a time where we in our country needed it. This because oh yeah, around this time you had the you had the oil shortage that was going on. You had the Iranian hostage crisis. This was something that really needed that really built America that really raised America's spirit. Yeah, and it definitely needed to. And there was actually a um, there's actually a documentary from HBO. I forgot what it's called, but okay. they were interviewing like one of the Iranian hostages. Okay. And he said the State Department made a video of things we missed while we were captured. Oh, that's nice of them, isn't? <laughs> Not that I'm making fun of them being captured, but no, of course. But but that's nice of them, isn't it? To make a video of stuff they missed. That's nice of them. Of course. <laughs> um. Again, not making fun of them being captured, but yeah, um, no, I got gotcha. But they sh- and the last thing that was in the video was them beating the Russians. Yeah, and they said when we saw that, everybody in the room stood up and applauded. They said that was the only thing that made us stand up and clap during that. Nice, that's awesome. Um, but. But um, yeah, but yeah, I love this movie. It is just so, it's so great. It really is. I think it's that was my pick. So and I know we both shared a lot of time on that, but I think it's your pick now. Yeah. For your number, your number three, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. So you know, like JT, we're gonna step away from football just for a second. Yeah. What do and- you got? This is a boxing movie that I think is a little underappreciated. Okay. Um, and that is Cinderella Man. Oh, I love this movie. It's not on my list, but I will t- I'll talk about it with you. This is based on the true story of Jim Braddock, who is a who is a boxer who it shows in the beginning, in the late 20s. He's having a great career. And then the Great Depression hits. Yep. And he basically loses everything. And he's he got injured and he's trying to... And he's trying to... And he's trying to support his wife and kids. Yep. And it's just... It's so he kind of retires from boxing until one day when his trainer says, Hey, you want to fight one more? And they think it's going to be one more fight, it's going to be at the garden. And he ends up winning that one. 
and then he gets a and then he gets a and then he gets another and they say hey they want to give you another fight and then they keep going giving him other fights and other fights and other fights yeah and then his wife may braddock played by renee zellweger she gets concerned and she gets concerned and you know what she has a right to be right and and because while the fights go on while the fights go on he finally gets a shot to, at the heavyweight title against max bear but the boxing commissioners show him the video of someone who fought bear and died and they said the autopsy results may have had something to do with the fight oh so you can understand where may braddock is coming from she's just worried yeah she doesn't want her husband to die and and um two of my favorite scenes one scene is when they can't pay the heating bill mm. and jim goes over to the boxing commissioner's house and goes listen i need help and they're all giving him money I think why I love that scene so much, this really shows that he needs to swallow his pride and that this really swap that he needs to swallow his pride and just say, I need help. And, you know, cause he's injured. So he's having a hard time working. Yeah. And, but I love this part the, the big, my, my favorite scene I'll get to in a second, but I love this part when they see him on the docks after one of his big fights, they're like, Jim, we didn't think you see you back here. Go, well, you know, I got to go say, I gotta support my family, you know. Going, hey, you did great the other night. Well done. Like, thank you. And it's like, because this is like, like we said with Miracle, how this was during a rough time. This was a during the Great Depression. Like, this was something to raise his spirits. Absolutely. And and yeah, so sorry, I can like write you a whole doctoral thesis on this paper on the on this film. You're good, buddy. You're good. You know that. And there is a scene, like I said, I was. Let's talk about two, but I keep thinking of others. Um, there's this one scene when May Braddock's going to church to pray for her husband before he goes to the heavyweight fight, and the priest walks in and says, "He goes, hey May, what's what's wrong? Going, I just thought I'd come and pray for Jim. Going, so do they, and they're all in, and the church is packed and they're listening to the fight on the radio. Yeah, this was the 30s. This was this was before television. Oh yeah. Um. And they're all list, and they're all they're here to pray for him too. And then I love this scene. He walks, he walks into the arena. It's dead silent. And the radio broadcaster is like, Jim Braddock walks into the arena. The arena is quiet. He get he gets up. And then some random voice of the crowd yells, and the whole place is ah! listen to this crowd and the and the radio broadcaster's holding up the mic and he's and they're all and and they're just losing their mind go listen the garden is going nuts listen to them yeah go get him jimmy kick his ass <laughs> and then i love that scene near the i love that scene when 
after Jim, when the fight ends, before it goes to decision. And then he ends up winning. And Paul Good, who's played by Paul Giamatti, just runs up and hugs him and goes, you son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! <laughs> and it's just such a great film. It, just it really, really is. is. And you know what? I feel like it just gets really overlooked nowadays. I agree. And this is before Russell Crowe went cuckoo bananas. No, oh, yeah. actually, no. I think this was around the time he went. This was either around the time he went cuckoo bananas or slightly after he went cuckoo bananas. It was 2005, so who knows? And, well, this is before we had to hear him sing, so. All right. So, yeah, but I highly recommend you give this a watch. JT, you have you said you see, you like this movie. I do. I, I you touched on a lot of stuff, so I'm not going to go too much in depth. With it, but I do agree with you that it is it is a very it's a very good movie. Russell Crowe did a very good job with it as well. So did Renee, Renee uh, Zellweger. Uh, I think I'm saying her name right. Um, yeah, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, I mean, I, this is one of the first films I watched in uh, in in uh, middle school. Uh, we watched it during studying the Great Depression and whatnot, and and uh, we studied a. Uh, we studied the Great Depression with this film, and it was—I liked it quite a bit. I thought it was really good, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to too much too much in depth with it because you touched on a lot of stuff. So, hey, two great minds think alike. Heck yeah! All right, is it my pick? It is your time. All right, my next pick might. We're going over to the uh, the major leagues here um, of baseball. Um, one of the one of the more I don't, I'm not gonna say underrated, but one of the more recent baseball films in the past years was Moneyball. Oh, I love, I like that movie. All right, good because I, I, I'm, I, I'm glad you said something because I know very little about. It. I, 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 I watched it for the first time not too long ago, and I loved it quite a bit. I just haven't, I didn't see it. I, I only saw it for the first time, like that one time. So, Bill, if you don't mind, I, I this is my pick, but could you go off on it for a little bit for me? Yeah, well. I haven't seen it in a while either, but um, from what I remember, um, Billy Bean, who was played by Brad Pitt. Yep, great actor Brad Pitt, of course. And Billy Bean, if you're watching this, please come on my podcast. Um, <laughs> of course. He was the one who's, who started like this system of basically not always going for the big guns and going for the... Um, you know, sort of going for the more analytical approach, which I'm going to be honest with you, he kind of ruined baseball with the analytics because enough with the freaking analytics already. I hate the analytics. I'm very anti-analytic. But anyway. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, but this like builds the team and everyone thinks he's crazy for going this way. But the team yep. ends up doing relatively well. Yeah, so it's basically another one, another one of those team building movies, of in a sense. Yeah, but it's it's more coming from the perspective of the front office. Oh, I see. It's more coming from the perspective of the front office than it is the than it is on the field, right? Because everyone thinks he's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. And. But remember, analytics ruined baseball. I'm sorry, I'm done. Um, but yeah, it comes more from the f- and this and um 
and you know they're going there because Jason Giambi, who was one of the ace players, leave, and they end up picking his brother, picking up Jeremy. Who breaking news? Sadly, Jeremy Giambi actually passed away today. Today? Yeah, Jer- not Jason. Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh Jason's God, I was about to say. Jason's oh. brother, no Jeremy, because he used to play in the major leagues too. Um, yeah, yeah, and Jeremy Giambi. He actually sadly passed away today at the age of 47. So may he rest in peace. Um, Breaking news from the Superview Show and Sports Insanity Podcast. Collaboration! Yeah. Um, just saying. Anyways, go ahead. Not that we're making fun of this man's death, but no, 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 God rest not. his soul. May he rest in peace. Um, but yeah, but they're picking, like I remember at one point they're like, we're going with Jeremy's little brother, Jason. Oh, Jason's little brother, Jeremy. And then who, and then they were, um, and then they're just talking about, and then I remember like, oh, this guy doesn't look too good enough. Goes, hey, but we're trying to build a winning team here. And you guys are trying to look for Fabio here. And this old guy goes, who's Fabio? Mm. And yeah, it is a great team. It is a good movie. Just against a concept that I deeply, deeply hate. Um, Yeah, JD. Do you have any thoughts? Because you said you haven't seen this. I, I only saw it for the first time. Like, I want to say, like, I saw it for the first time a couple months ago, too, because it was on Netflix. So I was like, yeah, let me just go watch it or whatever. I'm, overall, I liked it. I got to say, Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill's chemistry, I liked a lot. I liked a lot. Oh, absolutely. I, I think the two of them, I mean, a lot of people think Jonah Hill is one of those, like, funny actors. No, he's he very can play serious. No, but I was just about to say the same thing. I think he can pull off serious really well. Truthfully, I mean, he he has showed himself to be a serious actor and a very funny actor as well. Um, but Moneyball, I mean, overall, like it's I, I like it quite a bit. I mean, it's really, really good. I mean, it's a good, it's, it's a very, you know, I wouldn't say it's powerful, but it is based on a true story as well. So yeah, I like it. Um, Bill, that was my next pick. Are you ready for your next pick? Uh yeah. Hold on, I gotta think about it for one second. Actually, okay. Would you like me to go? Yeah. Why don't you go? We're sticking with baseball. Bull Durham. Have you seen this movie? I have not, actually. Oh, you're in for a treat, buddy. This movie is great. For those of you who don't know, Bull Durham is a movie that came out in 1988, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it is, it's, it's actually like a, I would not call it a spoof movie, but it's one of those like baseball movies with like a twist of humor to it. Like Kevin Costner is hysterical. Like, I'll give you an example. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a moment in this movie, Bill, that you have to see. You have to see the movie first. It's hysterical. But this movie, there's a scene where, you know, like how, you know, how like baseball teams in the major leagues, they go out onto the pitcher's mound and they go out and they, um, you know, they go to the pitcher's mound and they decide like to, to discuss their next, you know, their offensive, defensive plan, or whatever, for, the, for, the, for the, the next part of the game. What they do is it's actually really really funny bill i gotta tell you the truth and what they do is instead of talking about their next offense or defense in the middle of a game they're talking about what to get one of the players for a wedding gift on the field it's so is it's that that scene always stuck out it's really funny like like they're talking about his wedding gift and they're trying and then the manager comes out too and they're trying to figure like it's a really hysterical with kevin costner's in it uh, Sandra, I forget her last name. Sandra, um, Susan, uh, Sandra's in it. I think it's Susan Sarandon. 
Susan Sarandon is in it. Yes. It's a really, really, really funny movie. Like it's just, it's about like base. It's just, you have to understand baseball movies back in the day were like, are really, really good. Truthfully. And I think that this is one bill. You might want to have to stop what you're doing and watch one day. It's obviously not now because you're busy with sports insanity, but believe me, you have to get on this one. Get on it. Get on it. Oh yeah. Uh, it's really, really, really funny. Like it's it's one of those like '80s comedy baseball movies. It's it's quite possibly the best, the, one of the best baseball movies out there. Uh, it's so funny. But yeah, that is my uh, fourth. Yeah. Pick. What do you do? You have your pick now or no? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. And you know what? We're sticking with Kevin Costner for a second, and I'm going to touch upon this briefly, just because I've talked about this movie a lot. Feel, Feel the, the dreams. dreams. I knew it. You go off. Don't go off too much because you have talked a lot about this stuff. Yeah. And after that, I know we said five, but I do actually have two more after this, if that's okay. Yeah. Go and, and you can go next too because I put two in a row. Okay. So this movie, like I said, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I've talked about it a lot here. Um, it's about a farmer who gets in Iowa who hears a voice to you build it, they will come. And he goes, well, what do you mean? And he ends up building a freaking baseball field. <laughs> Nothing weird about that, right? No, let's just build a baseball field. I'm just going to build a baseball. Honey, how do you think you would be, JT, how do you think Molly would react? Honey, a weird voice told me to build a baseball field in the backyard. Something bad would happen. Shout out to Molly, by the way. I, yes, I This is all in good fun. I'm just having some fun here, Molly. Yes, we love you. Don't worry. Um, yeah, but anyway, if somebody says, honey, a weird voice is telling me to build a, to build a, to build a baseball field. People, people, cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. That's what, that's what normal people would think. Yeah. Because if I told you I was building a baseball field in my backyard because a random voice told me, you would think I'm crazy, wouldn't you? Yes. And you know what? You'd be right to think that. Yes, I would, Bill. I would. And so anyway, the the deceased, the, the spirits of deceased football player, of baseball players come and they play in that field. And then, and then, of course, one of my, and then, you all know this quote. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. And then my personal favorite, and then um, one of my favorite parts, he, the voice comes back. And he goes, ease his pain. Ease his pain. I'm like, wait, wait, what are you talking about now? And, <laughs> and then Ray, Kevin Costner's character, goes back to his wife and goes, and goes, the voice is back. You know, you don't have to build a football field now, do you? And going, how would it be a build a football field? Why? I have to torture you. It's fun. Um. Anyway, and they're of course talking about this um, author, Terrence Mann, played by James Earl Jones, and who is this reclusive. Arthur, author, and there is a scene when they're trying to get one of his band 
books banned in the school and Jay and Ray, Kevin Costner's character goes, honey, I know whose pain I have to ease. Terrence Mann's played by James Earl Jones. Fun fact, because this was actually based off a short story. The author who, the author who Kevin Costner was trying to get, uh, who Ray was trying to get in the short story. Yeah. Was actually, um, was actually J.D. Salinger, the author of Catcher in the Rye. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. In the short story, it was actually J.D. Salinger. Interesting. But like, here's an interesting fact. When they were in production, because J.D. Salinger was very reclusive. Yes, very. And he told the production, don't use my name. Hmm. Said, do not use my name or I will sue. Oh, geez. All right. So that's why they went with the name Terrence Mann, because J.D. Salinger didn't want any part of it. This has been Random Facts with Bill. Random Facts with Bill. Ow! Um, and again, anyone who could get what song that parodies, you win my respect. You win my respect. And that is... And isn't that a great prize, JT? My respect. You love to see it, everyone. You love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> my respect. But anyway, I, um, but yeah, and of course, the ending, which I've talked about a thousand times, um, the ending that makes a grown man cry when it turns out one of the ball players is the ghost of Kevin Costner's deceased father. Yeah. And he says, you build it, they will come. And he goes, and when he's walking off, Kevin Costner goes, hey, dad, want to play catch? That scene will make a grown man cry. It's true. Yeah. Oh, you men, you're all going to try to act all big and tough. I guarantee you to watch that scene and not cry. Watch the whole movie first, though. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, feel yeah, the yeah, dreams. Yeah. You knew I you knew I was gonna talk about that, folks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, what's your next one, my friend? Uh my well, this is my number five. Now I didn't think about it. Yeah. Because we're already number five. I can't believe it's already number five, Bill. Like I said, I got two more, if that's okay. Um that's fine. I, I, I'm good after this too. So if you want to go on your two after this, that's all good. I want to talk about the natural. Have you seen the natural? No, I haven't. I got Bill. Get on it. <laughs> Get on it. Get on it. Get on it. Sorry. That's going to be our next, like, our next little ringtone. <laughs> Get, Get on, it. on it. Exactly. This movie, The Natural, not only is it Billy Joel's walk on music at every single one of his concerts, that soundtrack, just letting it spoilers, Bill. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, the movie itself stars Robert Redford and, um, this just this move this movie is about a baseball player who has god given abilities to play baseball. He is the natural, quote unquote. And he what can you say? The dude Robert Redford plays this character so well. And it was honestly like they, I'll never forget there was a scene in the movie where he actually like 
he hits the ball right, but he hits it so perfectly that the ball comes out of the socket, like out of like the out of like the sock part of the, like the actual like outer covering of the ball pops out, and it and then they're like that's no ball, and then he's he and then there's another scene where he hits like a home run and hits a clock and it shatters a clock. The guy this Robert Redford playing the natural. I mean this this movie is fantastic, and it is one of the best movies. I would say it's one of the best sports movies of all time, regardless of sport and whatever. I would say it's in the top five for sure. It's just, it's such a deep fun. I wouldn't call it a fun movie, but it is a very emotional film. It's a fantastic like baseball film. It's got a lot of heart to it. It's a really, 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 really good movie. Bill, I know you haven't seen the natural, but, it's it truly is a work of true art. Robert Redford nails this character. Um, and it's just it's it's an amazing, amazing, amazing movie, truthfully. And I like I haven't even seen it, so get on it. Get, get on, on it. it, get on it. I will get on it. Yeah. The, the bull Durham and the natural, my friend. As soon as the Super Bowl's done, just watch these two. Yeah. Okay. So JT, you're done with your list. That is my list, ladies and gents. That is my list. Bill, what do you got? I got two more. One is, we're going back to football here, The Replacements. The Replacements. Let's see. Oh, the Disney film? No, no. Oh, the movie I... is about... Um, oh, the movie, sorry. It's, okay, here's what's going on. In, in football... A CBA is expiring, collective bargaining agreement, for those who don't know. And the and this football team is going on strike. So they bring a bunch of ringers in or scabs. Yeah. To to replace them. For those of you who don't know what scabs are, scabs are which was brought into which was brought into replace strike it were workers that were brought in to replace striking workers mm. um so so one of them is a washed up college quarterback played by Keanu Reeves and it's a great movie you know just him trying to redeem himself and everything and also and also the coach is played by Lex Luthor himself Gene Hackman really and fun fact Keanu Reeves, to show how great of a guy Keanu Reeves is, Keanu Reeves actually took a pay cut so they can get Gene Hackman in the film. Really? Yeah. Interesting. He actually took a pay cut so he so they could get Gene so they could cast Gene Hackman. Keanu Reeves is a trooper, man. I gotta give him credit. He is Tom Hanks. You have some competition, buddy. <laughs> you have some competition, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, um, Keanu. Yeah, but I, I've seen this movie once. It's a, it, it's a good movie. It really is. It's it's a lot of fun. Just watch it, and you know, and I know you've heard us say this to death. The team coming together, you know, yeah. it's all that fun stuff. Oh yeah, all that fun stuff. And I feel like that's a theme in a lot of these sports movies. The team comes together. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. My last one, and this is another baseball movie, and this is a childhood favorite of mine. Angels in the outfield. 
Angels in the Outfield. Interesting. I haven't heard of this one. Go ahead. You've never heard of this movie? Oh, no. Yeah. Sorry. You've never heard of this? Come on. Throw it on me, everyone. Shame. 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 Okay. So the movie is very... Okay. It's about a... It's about two kids who are in foster care. One of them, this kid right here, you know who that is? Who? That is a very young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, get out, really? Yeah, that is JGL. That, ladies and gentlemen, that kid, for those who are watching, that kid right there, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's Robin from The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Yeah, so anyway, they're fans of the then California Angels, right. who at this time absolutely suck. And they're managed by Danny Glover. Oh, boy. Dan- I met Danny Glover, too. Oh really? How is he? And I, I heard he, I, he seems like a pretty nice dude. He's pretty nice. He was my first autograph at Comic Con ever. I mean, he was, he was really cheap too. He was like twenty bucks too to pay for it, which is not bad at all. Twenty bucks for Danny Glover's autograph wasn't bad, to be honest with you. Like but anyways, um, yeah, it's a, it's a typical like Disney film. Like, so he's at an Angel game. He's at an Angels game, and he's just saying, "God, please let them win." And then actual angels come and help, come and actually help the team. That sounds cool. Actual angels come and help the team. And yeah, it's your typical 90s kids movies. Uh huh. But, and, and you know, like Danny Glover's character, who's a hard ass, is just hates it. Is that guy who just hates it? We all have that person in our life who just hates everything. Yep. We all know that friend, family member, co-worker who just freaking hates everything. But so what happens is Danny so Danny Glover so he so Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character tells Amy Danny Glover there are angels helping you. And he's like, yeah, right. You know, it's the typical nobody believes him. Nobody believes him. And what I like is when the kid does this, it's the sign for the angels to show up. And the te- so the team starts winning and they start kicking ass and taking names. And, you know, and also there's sort of like this backstory where the two kids are in foster care. Um, one of them, his, one of them, his, um, his mom passed away and his father is sort of a absentee father. He's not really in the picture. Right. And the younger kid, sort of the same thing, um, except his father passed away and his mom, it was basically, and his mom is basically not capable of taking care of him. So they end up in foster care and also, and also the head angel is played by Christopher Lloyd. That's actually pretty cool. Christopher Lloyd, folks. Oh God. <laughs> Wonder how many gigawatts he needs this time. Yeah, we had that. We had to throw at least one Back to the Future joke in here. Yes. yes. Um, but what anyway, how's a gigawatt? And and this is like some of the and. 
And like, there's this one scene which it's, and I remember when the angels are in the fight for the pennant, they end up losing one of the games and one of the reporters get to the, one of the younger kids and say, yeah, cause the angels didn't help them. So of course that goes around and everyone thinks that, and everyone thinks that Daniel, that Danny Glover is, <laughs> everyone thinks he's crazy. And then there is this one scene when they're at the press conference and the two kids are there. So yeah, I do believe angels are helping the team. And everyone is, and everyone in the room, like sane people would do, are laughing. Oh my God. Just be honest. If you were in a room saying that, saying that, yeah, angels are helping us win, would you be, oh, that's nice? Or would you be, or would you be sitting there like, okay, pal, okay. All right, get the guys in white up here. <laughs> you stay right there, buddy. We're going to get a nice net with a nice big net. <laughs> security, security. But, you know, the, like the kid's foster mother says, the kid's foster mother says, okay, so you're telling me it's okay to believe in God, but it's not okay to believe in angels? And there's, So do you believe that angels are really helping the team? She goes, yes. And again, everyone thinks these people are, like sane people would think. Um, but then they actually believe, like, I think everyone's an angel and needs to help. And then Fiona says, you know what? It says to Danny's Glover character, you're staying as manager. And if there are angels, hopefully they're helping us. And that last game for the pennant, the um, one of their pitchers who was washed up and now is back on top, he's pitching. And Christopher Lloyd's character comes in like in, in before the bottom of the ninth, uh, before the last of the end. And he goes, ow, because it has American League. So get it, ow. Yeah. He goes, ow. Oh my God, I thought we were gonna lose. Goes, take it easy, but take it easy, kid. No one's coming tonight. Angels aren't coming tonight. Like, why? Goes championship games have to be won alone. It's a rule. Like, well, then why are you here? I need to check on Mel. And meeting the pitcher goes, I'm here to check on Mel. Go, wait, why? Go, he's gonna be one of us soon. Oh man. Which, in other words, yeah, he's yeah. going to die. Yeah. And they're saying, he's going to be one of us soon. He's got six months left. But he's got six months left. And going, and when you see that, you're like, oh, no. Because this movie, it's full of such likable characters. You feel bad. Yeah. And then Mel goes on to the last inning, and, and he's up against, like, the White Sox's best hitter. And he's, like, just – and it's, like, a full count. And – Danny Glover says to Jordan, Joseph Gordon, let goes, wait till I give you the signal. And then, and then the pitcher saying to Danny Glover going, I can't do this, Skip. You got to take me out. Going, yes, you can. And then, then he looks and the whole stadium is doing that. Wow. And then he goes, because there's an angel here and he's helping you right now. Wow. And then, you know, take all the strikes out. They win the game. And then... Danny Glover ends up adopting Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the other kid whose name escapes me right now. Like, it's a fun movie. It really is. It's really a fun movie. And it's just, and yes, it's your typical 90s kids film. 
but it's just so much fun. It's just so much fun. And, and you know, I just want to give a quick rant. The sequels suck. I haven't seen them, but I heard about them because one of them has something to do with the devil. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with spirituality. It has to do with, you know, just a kid wanting his team to win and praying, but they win. That's all it is. It's a simple concept, but yeah, but yeah, highly recommend it. You need to get on this, JT. All right, I will. Don't worry, I will. Get on it. Sure. Get on it. Get on get it. On That's it. our new bit, folks. That is our new bit. Get used to it. Our new thing tonight is get on it. Get on it. Uh, uh, get on it. Sorry. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, so is that your list, buddy? Yeah, that is. I, that's my list too. I think we're all set. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Um, yeah. Well, I just want to also say I want to apologize that we did really touch upon like the big ones, like Rocky yeah. and Rudy, and we all talked about Field of Dreams because the thing is, we talk a lot about those enough. We really do. Yeah. And if we so we we took a little bit of a different we took a little different bit of turn a tonight. different route tonight. Yeah. Just because if we just talked about Field of Dreams and Rocky and Rudy, would you guys even want to listen to us? Probably not. We, no, we heard these blowhards talk about this a thousand times. Oh boy. Well, we all know Bill loves Rudy, and we all know Bill is trying to get Rudy to get on his podcast. Yeah, Rudy, get on it. Get on it, Rudy. Get on it. On it. Get on, get it. on it. Yeah. Um, but that is going to do it for tonight. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you streamed us tonight. We hope you tune in next week for another episode of Mixed Bag. And uh, go Cincinnati. Let's go for Let's it. Go Come Bengals. On, Let's go Joey B. Yeah, sorry, LA Rams. You're going to lose but next week. You know week. what? I will say this. If the Rams win, I won't be totally upset. Because if Matt yeah. Stafford wins, I am happy. Because... Finally, 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 he's on a good team. I second that. But if you want to hear more analysis, go listen to the Sports Insanity Podcast. They're available on all platforms. We are available on all platforms. And go to www.sportsinsanitynetwork.com. Not, not .org, not .gov, but .com. Not .net, .gov. <laughs> got Bill, 1-800. 100-GOT-BILL. Yes, we can go all night. But uh, thank you so much for watching, of course, and listening as always. You guys are understanding. We'll see you guys next week for an episode of Mixed Pick. Go Cincinnati. Hopefully the, the Bengals win uh, on Sunday. And uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully you guys win your boxes, too, for your Super Bowl box. Yeah, win your boxes, folks. All right. Take care, everyone. We'll see you guys next week.